0: Building an audience from scratch is hard. Sometimes it feels like watching grass grow. On this episode, you're going to hear how one box owner used four different strategies to build her audience in the first 90 days. Come listen.
1: Welcome to the Launch Your Box Podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the LauncherBox podcast. I am here with LauncherBox member, Tiffany LeBaron. She has her own subscription box called the Good Habit Box. And today we're going to talk about her journey. And what I love about her journey is she built this box really from, str- from scratch. She built an audience from scratch. We're going to talk about what her box is about and how her journey of building her audience went. And I just can't wait for you to meet her. Tiffany, why don't you say hi to everybody? And let's just talk about what is the good habit box? Let's start there. Thank you, Sarah. I'm
1: so excited to be on this podcast with you and share my story. So yes, my name is Tiffany and I started the good habit box. The good habit box is supposed to be a motivational box to send to people to get them to start those daily routines, those daily habits. And why I started it was because daily habits and learning new good habits was so important to me in all the small businesses I've started everything my projects growing as a person being a mom I realized that what combined all those things together what helped me succeed in all the parts of my life was those daily habits and that's just something that I was so passionate about and I just wanted to share that with the world and help them start
0: new good habits so and- what's what's in that box, Tiffany? Can you tell our listeners what items you have inside your box? Yeah, every month
1: is different. Every month we focus on a new good habit. So that's kind of the little tagline there. New good habit every month. So, like one month, the good habit might be clean your car out. <laughs> you know, with our kids and the crumbs, just clean it out. Clean a car makes you feel better. A next month will be have a productive morning routine. Another month might be um, like for our April box, pack your lunch. So it's things like that. These little things that just help you in your life. And some of us, we don't have these habits in our lives. So if we just learned one new good habit every month, it will domino effect into just something greater and
0: bigger. I love it. So your box focuses on one thing for every month. And it's something so small, but when you start to add them up, it really creates this bigger picture, this bigger, these bigger habits, so the consistency of having these habits. And so the items in your box go with that habit for the month, right? Yes, the
1: items. The items in the box are there to help you with that habit. They are there to inspire you to do the habit. So they relate to the habit. So pretend if I were to have a box about clean your kitchen every night, wipe down those counters before you go to bed. I would have items in there to help you do that.
0: Awesome. So I know that you mentioned you had other businesses. So let's talk about the journey of this particular business. And I know it's, it's a passion project for you. So, and on the last episode, we listened to Nicole talk about how her Guinea pig box turned, was this passion project for her. And so I think that's the sweet spot for people. It's what are you passionate about? And then you can go all in with it. And I love how this is really your passion project, but let's talk about how you started the good habit box because that's what trips a lot of us up. We, we want to do it. we don't know how to get started. We know that we have to build our audience first, but let's talk about how you did that. So you started a brand new page for on your social media for the good habit box. Tell me a little bit about why you did that. Okay. So I
1: had a couple of side businesses going on. I had an Etsy shop going and then another Etsy shop going, and I just wanted to create things and give them to the world. And, uh so those pages each had their separate pages, those shops um, with their different audience because they were very different shops for a different audience. And so I thought about, do I use one of those shops and just put my subscription box connected to it? And no, I decided not to because I think a subscription box is aimed for a specific target audience, specific people that you want to get your box. Um, and so I wanted, I created a new Instagram, a new Facebook, new email address, new website, all from scratch to just build that audience to the right people, the right people that need my box. It might not
0: necessarily be the same audience from my past stores. Yes. I love that. So definitely when we start something new like this, I encourage you to either look at your audience. So is your box an extension of your already existing business and Mm -hmm. those customers? And if it is, I definitely want you to tie those together. But in Tiffany's case, she realized that this box was not an extension of her existing business. It was a new business. It was a new customer and she needed to build a new audience. And so Anybody out there listening that has started something new, you know, it's like watching grass grow building an audience, right? Like it's the slowest process it ever. It's so slow. <laughs>
1: yes. It can be fast, but it is slow. And you gotta
0: you gotta accept that and work with it. And I, I think um what we should talk about, Tiffany, is let's just break down like what were the steps you did? Cause you started this really last summer um and you started growing your page before you launched your box. You launched your box in the fall, is that correct? Yeah. I launched my box in October. My first box
1: sent out was in November, but I started planning this really sitting down and working on it in July. Okay. Um I gave myself 90 days from start to building my audience. 90 days to build my audience and that's that's what I did and I think it worked. Mm-hmm. If you jump in too fast and your audience isn't ready Your expectations might not come true. Yeah. You feel
0: defeated. You feel like you've got this, you've spent all this time um, creating and curating your box only for the launch to fall flat because you didn't spend any time building your audience. And so that's why those 90 days are super important. So let's talk about the first few things that you did. And if you're listening, you're probably going to pull out your notebook and write some notes because these are some good things. So let's talk about what you did the very first thing in your audience building stage the very first thing i did
1: was i made a mock-up of my box i made you know this is what my box would look like and i did a giveaway so i did a giveaway i put the picture of my box i said hey you want to give me your email address you want to like my facebook like the instagram page if you do these things you can win a three-month subscription so i off the bat gave away a three-month subscription and I created Facebook ads to push that out into the world. I tried to build my perfect audience with my Facebook ads. I don't know if I did a good job, but I tried. Um, It seemed to work because I did get people liking my pages, my
0: social media. I did get email subscribers. And so that was the start. So when you started this giveaway, um, where were you sharing it? Because at this time, your pages are brand new. Were you sharing it onto your personal profile? Were you sharing it into your other business pages? How, where were you sharing your giveaway at? I shared it on my personal
1: profile. I did share it on one of my, my other business pages that was maybe a similar audience. So maybe I might have some people that might want that. So I did share it there. I had family and friends share it. Um, but it was the Facebook ads
0: that pushed it and it didn't put a lot of money into it. It was really bare minimum and it worked. Awesome. So you were targeting your ideal customer and they were then finding you, which is really awesome. Um, let's talk about then the next step, because we've got the giveaway going. Mm-hmm. We've got, you've got your first ad running. Things are seeming to, they're going, you've got some, a little bit of momentum. Now, really what was the next step? Was that starting to post on a regular basis, talking to that person that needed some good habits. What was that next step? Yeah, so the next step, it was it was kind of crazy because I don't have my box
1: yet. I don't have my products yet. I don't have pictures of my box yet. So what do I post for people to keep them engaged and keep them excited about a box that I don't even have put together yet? So what I decided to do is I would post things that would help my target customer so the customer i want to help the person i want to help is someone that's motivated that's inspired i want to help someone that makes goals big goals small goals that cares about those things so i would post things to encourage them inspire them and start trying to build that so um, some things i would post or motivational quotes that are good habits related i would post questions try to get them to comment um post pictures of myself let them know who i am hey this is me this is a box it's going to exist soon i would love for you to be the first person to find out about it so it was a little difficult trying to figure out what to post but once i ordered those boxes and those first boxes came in and i could make my little box take the pictures i got so inspired and it just kind of bloomed from there
0: awesome okay so i'm i'm writing these down as you're talking because i think these are important so when we did a giveaway Two, we started posting consistently and talking to our ideal customer. Posting and- at least one times a day. If you can do three times, do it.
1: Um, also, when you post and someone comments, thank them for that comment. Even if it's spam, even if it's a bot, just say thank you because that's just kind of how the Instagram and Facebook algorithms work. You got to respond. You got to engage. You got to
0: be genuine. Um So I think that's, that's going to be our number three right there, making connections. And I know when we were talking a little bit earlier, we were talking about how you started making connections, not only with the people that were engaging with you on your social media, but how are you making connections with other people in similar or different industries? Let's talk a little bit about making those connections.
1: Okay. So when people followed me, I would take the time, look through their profile. I would like their things. I would be genuine. Don't be disingenuous, be friendly, be, be, I want with my box. I want to be inspiring. I want to be someone's friend. Hey, you can do it. You can start good habits. And so if I can put that personality of mine onto my social media and let them connect with me there, that's what I would do. Whether it's a person, another business, you got to make those connections those friendships, those friendships with other companies, other businesses, other people, they really um,
0: help you grow, helping each other. So you were making friends, not only in the group, so you were inside LauncherBox and you were seeing all these other Um, aspiring box owners, or they were starting and launching. And so you befriended them and you befriended their pages and you started following them and you would comment on their posts and you were being super friendly and super nice with them. And they would in turn, come back and follow and post on yours. Every time you're commenting on someone else's post, your name is out there. And because the name is your box, they're seeing that you have a box, right? And then I know that you told me that you connected with a photographer. Tell me about that. Okay, I don't
1: even know how this woman followed me. I don't remember how it happened, but either I followed her or she followed me. And I didn't even know she was a photographer, but I did make a little friendship there, a connection there, commented on her things. And we kind of kind of grew into a small friendship. I've never met this woman, but she's a sweetheart. I love her. Somehow, I think I offered to send her a box because her photos were so beautiful. And she accepted and she sent me back like totally unexpectedly, the most beautiful photos that I could post on my social media. And I was so excited and I complimented her and I said, you need to go into product photography. You are fantastic. And she says, no, I have a lot of other things going on, but I would be happy to take pictures of your box if you'd like. And that's been like the greatest blessing.
0: All right. So tell me another way, Tiffany, that you were connecting with the brands and how that was driving, um, traffic over to your social media. I know we talked a little bit about hashtags. How did you use the hashtags to connect those brands? Okay. So with
1: my box, the items in my box, very often, as much as I can, I try to get them from other small shops, other people that hand make their things so I can support them, give them shout, shout outs. So when I would post a picture of my box and all the pretty things in it, I would take the time and tag all of those small shops, even if it's like a big company, like the company I used to make my boxes or maybe the, the, the printer company that I used to print my labels. If I have them in a photo, I tag them, I give them a shout out. And what that's done is some of those small shops, even some of the bigger companies have in turn reached out to me and given me a shout out on their page. They've, I've had one big company come and do a really cool video project here at my house. And, and so that they can say how I use their item to help my business. So
0: I love that. I love how you've connected your brand, your box with these brands, and then how they're recognizing you. And ultimately that's going to be building your audience because they're sending their followers then over to like your Instagram or your Facebook page. So it's just another way to keep putting yourself out there and finding that right audience. I love it. Um, I know there's, there's a, there's one more thing that I want to talk about in a way that you've built your audience and we've talked about it before inside the membership. And I think it's really an awesome way to gain not only followers, but for you, it really, you gain buyers, you gain subscribers. So let's just break down how you got an influencer to open your box.
1: Okay, so this one, this is kind of a funny story. So I wanted to learn more about influencers. And so I did a little research. I searched some hashtags on Instagram. Uh, Maybe subscription box uh, opening or unboxing. I searched on YouTube and I just wanted to find just a handful of people that I thought would be good match, good influencers for my box, reach out to them and and see if they were willing to to do an unboxing or a review or give me some honest feedback or a picture on their Instagram, just some sort of uh, trade for a box. And as a new company, I didn't want to pay for this because I'm just starting out. So I found this, this influencer on YouTube and what caught my eye was that she would do these massive unboxings of boxes that she's never seen before. And I said, I want to do that. That would be so fun. And she also caught my eye because she was so friendly and had almost a hundred thousand followers on YouTube. So I looked through her page. I went to the about section and good news, her address was on there. And she says, Hey, you want to send me something, send it to this address. So I did. I sent her my November box. And then I completely forgot that I did that. (laughs) (laughs) In December, the funniest thing happened, because I'm still struggling to get my my subscribers, I'm growing, but it's slow. And all of a sudden, I have people asking me, where can I buy the November box? And I had four people email me, asking for the November box. And it was just the craziest thing. So what I did is I listed my past boxes on my websites, anything that hadn't sold yet, I listed them. And I did have those four people go buy the November box. And I also had over 20 people subscribe, whether a one month subscription, a three month subscription, or even I got some of a six month subscription, it was right around the holidays. And it just, My subscribers doubled in size and it's just because I took the risk and I sent
0: this woman a box and it paid off. That is so awesome. I remember you shared that story inside the group and I was just in awe. One, I've never used an influencer before. So I was super interested in talking to you about how you did that. And then just to see you go from only having, you know, a handful of subscribers to really getting 20 new subscribers really overnight from one unboxing seems super powerful to me. And I know there's people listening thinking, well, Tiffany, how can I find an influencer? And I know you have some tips for them. So what tips would you give somebody looking to do the same thing? Basically you did, how do they find someone to open their boxes? Okay. So when it comes to influencers, you can find an influencer one
1: or two ways, either you reach out to them or they will reach out to you. If you are gonna reach out to them, you probably want somebody that will do an unboxing, a review, you want somebody that has genuine followers. So if you're looking through Instagram and you're trying to decide, or Facebook or YouTube, and you're trying to decide, is this person right for me? Look at one of their pictures, look at how many comments they have, look at how many likes they have. If you feel like they're getting good engagement on their page, that's a good sign. Um, Another thing is, look at the types of boxes they open. Are they kind of sort of like yours? That's a good sign. Like if you do a box that's meant for mothers, you probably don't want to send it to an influencer that their audience is not mothers. Try to find someone whose audience matches the audience you want to reach. When you find that person, you can probably message them and say, are you willing to do a trade? I would be happy to send you a box in exchange for an honest review, some photos, a shout out. Just what would, could you offer me? And just kind of just start the conversation. These influencers are ready for your message. They have their guidelines. Some of them might want to charge money. If you're not comfortable with that, don't do that. Um, if you are comfortable with that, then you can decide if it's worth the risk. If it's something that would be beneficial to you, you will get messages in your inbox that says, Hey, I can, can I be your influencer? Can I share your box? You're going to have people reach out to you and just don't, don't say yes until you really look at that person and see if they're the right fit for you. If someone reaches out to you, like I had, I had this woman reach out to me and she says, would you send me nine boxes? And we can do, I don't know what for you. And that was just too much. You don't need to say yes to every influencer.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think really like- when we talk about this, what's the worst case scenario? They say, no, like that's the worst case scenario that someone says no. So it does, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, you just have to ask, you just put yourself out there, just ask. And then what is really the cost of one box? Cause our cost is different than our retail cost, right? So if you just look at the cost of your box to send it to someone to potentially get, you know, an opening or photos or a review or something like that, that could help your business. It's really not a lot of cost um, that could help propel one, your audience to your revenue and really three, your business. So I love all of these tips. So let's just review real quick, Tiffany on the four ways that you have built your audience. Number one, you started with a giveaway. Number two, you got consistent in posting and talking to your ideal customer. Number three, you made connections. You made that in posts. You made that um, in friendships. You made connections with hashtagging brands. So you made a lot of connections. And then number four, you reached out to an influencer. And so all of these things combined have really helped you build your audience. So I've got one. I've got one question for you. Anybody listening that is thinking about starting a subscription box, what advice would you give them? They're sitting there thinking, I'm, I don't know if I'm ready. What advice would you give them?
1: For anybody out there listening that wants to start a subscription box. When I started my box, I still had those feelings. I don't think I'm ready yet. I don't think I'm good enough for this. I think that you need to just jump in. If it's something you really want to do, You need to follow Sarah's guidelines. Sarah has great tips on how to do it. You just jump in and do it. Open that page, find somebody that can make you some boxes and just jump in wholeheartedly because everyone that has started a subscription box has done it with fear, with doubts. They've seen failure and they've doubted themselves. We all feel like the imposter here. We all feel like we're not good enough to do it, but we are everyone is, if this is what you want to do, you absolutely can do it. And there is an audience out there for your box that wants what you're willing to give.
0: I love it. And I know that you started off small and I think you started off with six subscribers. You built that to 70 in a very short time. And I'm super proud of you for doing the hard work. And Tiffany, if anyone is listening right now to our podcast um, and they, they need more good habits in their life, where can they find you? yeah anybody
1: who wants to learn more about good habit box see how i do it see how i present myself how i post pictures if you want to get inspired for your own box or for any reason you want to reach out to me you can find me the best places on instagram at good habit box that's where you'll find me and i would love to make connections and learn more about you guys i'm so excited for
0: anybody out there wants to start a box it's going to be great thanks tiffany we've had so much good information about building your audience from scratch Come back and join us next week for another episode. If the idea of creating a subscription box is swirling around in your head, I encourage you to head over to launchyourboxwithsarah.com, get on our waitlist, and grab some of our free downloads to help you get started. That's launchyourboxwithsarah.com.